0: accountability mm-hmm. you need it for you know any collective group of people and for that to be a staple in a group in a community they have to feel safe that whatever they say will be heard, whatever they say will be listened to and mm-hmm. taken into account. It doesn't necessarily have to mean change, but are you listening to what is coming on my mouth? Mm-hmm. Are you like like do you acknowledge mm-hmm. the words that I'm speaking right now? Mm-hmm. And like as the president of that organization, how have you done that? How have you made sure all of your members have felt heard. Everybody. Everybody. Yo, 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 we back again with another episode here, Living with Liza. Um, this will be our 12th episode here. I got a special guest here, Carnell Poindexter III. Um, we're about to get into it, we're about to talk about. Central Michigan and the black community, especially being black here and kind of the division that we experience here and how we can bring that together. Carnell wants to speak on some of those topics. So, Carnell, I'm gonna have you introduce yourself.
1: What's up, my name is Carnell. Right now I'm a sophomore at Central Michigan University. Um, I'm double majoring in sociology and entrepreneurship. And I'm double minoring in political science and public affairs. Um, I got my organization shirt on right now. Inter- yeah, inner <laughs> inner city inclusion um, organization I started to you know assist Detroit youth and to the uh,
0: transition to college. Um, that's pretty much it about me. So, could you give a little like insight of where you come from? You know, family dynamic, background stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I'm originally born in Detroit. Uh, I moved to
1: West Bloomfield. When I was three years old, so that's pretty much all I know is the sub, uh, suburbs. I have a lot of family uh, from Detroit, uh, which is honestly they're the main reason I kind of started my own organization. I come from a two-parent household. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my grandparents and my mother's side were very involved in my life, so I've had support uh, like throughout my entire life. Um, I have a sister as well. Me and her are getting a lot closer than we used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd say like,
0: I'd say I come from a very, a very supportive family. Mm-hmm. And like that support, has it helped? You said it's helped you, you mm-hmm. know, up until this point. Has that stayed throughout college, like since you've been here? Oh, most definitely, bro. Um, you know, I'll call my mom, um, you know,
1: whenever I'm struggling with the homework assignment and mm-hmm. she'll be like, hey, are you reading it through? Are you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, are you really t- taking time to critically think? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'll call my pops whenever I need, like, a man-to-man talk, uh, which, you know, a lot of black men do not have access to, so I'm very blessed. That's a a blessing. Mm, Very blessed to have access to that. Um, You know, I call my sister. My sister texts me every now and then. We'll chop it up. Um, So, yeah, no, most definitely my support system is still very much in play um, in college, and I don't—I know I wouldn't be in the position I am right now without them.
0: You don't take it for granted. That's, That's huge. That's huge, yeah. Um, being here at college, you are the only one in your family at Central currently. Yeah. Right, correct. Okay, and have you found a support system here, like that you've been able to find yourself, as well as back home? Yeah, honestly,
1: uh, most definitely. Um, there's two people up here I consider uh, like my sisters, as a Dari, Johnson, and Danielle Wright. Uh, yeah. We kicked it off uh, friend our freshman year, mm-hmm. and you know just we went we pretty much been through just a lot of stuff together yeah. uh you know they come home for thanksgiving and christmas uh, yeah That's so it's, yeah so it's, so it's like you that know this family mm-hmm, <laughs> literally found my family found my from my clique um you know i got big brother figures uh like you um chris calloway uh jaden byer uh tupac holmes um you know all guided me in the right direction oh ajabula uh Epica, you know um definitely uh support system that i lean on, on a lot because um, there's not there's you know we go we're at a pw lock you yeah know, there's not a lot of black men up here mm-hmm. um and i think in my little uh you know support system they know that mm-hmm. they know that and they know that they can't ever slack you know mm-hmm. they can't ever be lacking because they're mm-hmm. a representation of a right. whole group of people that are in You know entirely uh, underrepresented Mm -hmm. um you know they guided me to where i am right now um just like made me feel comfortable in my own skin Uh, and i could be myself be my own leader everyone guides me in the direction not their direction but in the direction that i'd be
0: most successful in Mm -hmm. i really appreciate that that's real yeah that's real like we both stand for something so much more than who we are because as you said we're at a predominantly white campus a predominantly white institution so like if we mess up it's kind of like black men as a whole kind of you know takes that fall Mm -hmm. if you know we um if they see us in this light just us individually it's unfair but black men as a whole kind of get that stereotype and so we have to take that into consideration when we do our actions when we step out into the workplace when we step out into our classes each and every day like that is something not not in the back of my mind, but in the front of my mind each and every day because I'm representing something so much bigger than myself. And I have a little cousin that goes goes to Central, and so like even like paving the way for him, I have to make sure that I'm a mom. I'm on my best. I'm on my best each and every day. Each and every day. I can't slip up because what would he do if he sees me mess up? Mm -hmm. What would he do if he sees me slip up? Obviously, there's grace for myself in that aspect. I have room to mess up in, you know, certain cases. But... I keep my eye on perfection, though I may not be perfect, mm-hmm. though I may not ever reach that, you know, 10 out of 10 each and every day, mm-hmm. that's what I strive for, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's what I strive for. Yeah, man, and like, like
1: I said, you're someone I uh, look up to on campus. Appreciate um, that yeah. you're providing uh, a space, um, for, you know, for young black men that want to be leaders, mm-hmm. um, you know, to see you doing what you're doing, to you know, not be afraid to jump out completely alone because mm-hmm. you have people like you out there already uh doing things i mean you're the program director right about change yeah. i mean you you know you got it going on for sure and just like you know i respect you and uh what you're doing um and like like i said you influence me to become my own leader so i definitely think like like you said you always got to represent always have to put on because you know
0: there ain't many of us like us uh mm-hmm. so And especially not many of us like us like doing what we're doing in the positions that we have. Like there's, I wouldn't say a lot, but there's a a good number, a good handful of, you know, black men on campus. Though we may be small, there's a good handful of them, but there aren't many black men in the positions and the leadership roles that we have. There are many black men that are presidents of organizations, program directors. It's unfortunate, um, well, not unfortunate, it's just, The reality is a lot of the leadership positions on campus are held by females. And I wouldn't say there's necessarily anything wrong with
1: that.
0: Oh, no. You know, especially our black counterparts, our black females. We love to see that. But I would just love even more to see black men up there with our black females, black men up there with our black women, especially just supporting them like just coming out to the events if you can't if you can't at least you know have those positions have those leadership roles at least come out and right. support exactly. you know what I mean exactly. and so that's just something that's been on my mind but I do appreciate the kind of words oh, um, for sure, I know you know ICI inner city inclusion i seen that uh kick off last semester and that was huge as a freshman you know (laughs) as a freshman starting your own organization with a handful of other freshmen you know friends that you fostered throughout your freshman year so what has inner city inclusion meant to you like since you started that organization oh man uh that's my baby man Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's my baby Mm -hmm. i uh
1: you know i'm i'm real sensitive over that uh too i just i I love what we stand for. I love what we've done in such a short amount of time. Yeah. I mean, like it's, you know, it's, my dreams are really coming true, man. Uh, it's beautiful yeah. to see. Like, there's like so many opportunities that have been presented to me that, you know, I would only dream of. you know what I mean? It's like, oh, you know, this would be cool to do. Yeah. And then it starts happening. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> right. Like, wow. Um, you know, setting up stickers since college insignia and uh, low funded Detroit public schools, you know, get uh young black students eyes on like their future and mm. you know letting them know that college is an option for them. Yeah. Uh it means a lot to me. Um and on a more personal note, the real reason mm. I started. <laughs> yeah I was about you know, to ask. Yeah. Why? <laughs> yeah. The, the real reason I started innocent inclusion was uh due to my cousin, mm. my little cousin, um Remington Jr. Okay. Um my cousin, uh, Remington Senior passed away very suddenly um and this is during like covid um i remember actually the exact day uh it was new year's and so you know my dad rushed over there um you know and you know took pretty much all Remington's children um you know he just you know like those were like my little siblings for a minute um you know, he had five kids, uh, and the one I bonded with the most is Remington Junior. Remington Junior has a uh, a very expansive vocabulary. Uh, like okay. he's like a genuinely like I'm not okay. just like he's a <laughs> genius. Like right, he's like okay. he was like four years old using words that I didn't know until about wow. last year. So, <laughs> so I'm like, oh my goodness. Um, and just seeing him like and just be so happy okay. with you know. Being as smart as he is, being full of, fully aware of his circumstances, mm-hmm. um, you know, him waking up in my house talking about, oh man, you live here. And it's like, oh wow, you know, you, do, you take some things for granted. Right. Um, but segueing into that, I was helping with his homework one day and, you know, like I said, he's a genius, he's mm-hmm. so smart. And uh, he um, couldn't spell his own name, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's peculiar. Yeah. Because no, you sorry, are like you are extremely yeah. smart. Come to find out, he's almost completely blind his left eye. Wow. Yeah, and you know that would have been if he grew up like me. That would have been fixed <laughs> yeah. so long ago. Yeah. This one is this would definitely still not be a problem anymore. And almost teared up. Uh, he, he he called himself stupid. I'm like mm. boy. <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even you know. You ain't never like, seen that. like you. man. You, you better not ever say that again. Like for real, like, you are a genius. Um, like in, I'm so serious, and that's when I was like, wow, you know, this got this got to change. And at first, you know, I wanted to just be me and him. You know what I'm saying like I want to help you, right? But lost contact with him, um, and um, you know, just reaching out for. for um, about years now, honestly, and, uh, to no avail. So I'm like, you know, I got to do something. Like I want to help him, but, you know, do something. Like I got to do something to give back. I, I can't, if I can't help him, like, you know, physically, I can do something in his honor. So I started an organization called Inner City Inclusion. Oh, okay. And uh, it's just like, you know, I was up at late night on winter break mm-hmm. on my computer. <laughs> I was just brainstorming names and ideas. I'm like, oh, that's cool. That's how that's, that's gonna stick. NFC. Yeah. <laughs> wrote it down on some Google Doc. Uh-huh. And um, I was like, yeah, you know, this, this is this is it. This is gonna be it. And got back to school, pitched my idea to Derry. Um that's you know, one like one of my sisters uh, who's from the tree area, mm-hmm. someone who's at Central. I'm like, this is perfect. Right. Vice president right there. Mm-hmm. Um called up my friend Camille. Um, who's friends with both me and Derry, another student that reps um, Detroit and Central um, Public Relations Chair. Uh, you know, wow. Thinking about so many uh, of you know, my executive board members. Um, called my friend Morgan uh, from my high school mm-hmm. that knows exactly what it's like you know, to see those college insignia mm-hmm. up on the wall and how much of an effect they can have and how different things will be if those are stripped from us mm-hmm. or if we never had access to those in the first place. Um, secretary, you know, uh, all pretty much a uh, full of freshmen. Um, no, <laughs> And, um, you know, we had our premier event, a uh, good turnout. Um, and then the, the, the kickoff was honestly the summer. Um, got in contact with a very generous soul. Um, and he said he really wanted to he really wanted to help me um, in my mission. And so, you know, he allowed me to install those insignia um, in those schools. Um, you know, I'm in contact with a lot of schools that have been affected by ICI's work. Yeah. And just to see, like, uh, there's a school that we follow on ICI's page, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um and just to see, like, the kids, like, smiling and, like, see, like, our work yeah, being, like, do, it's like, wow, man, like, we did that. Like, wow. Um, it's amazing to look back and see your work. No, you literally, your work literally, it's like, man, this is something that, I was, was so much though. bigger than you, right? Yes. So much bigger than you. Like, you, see, you know, you can make the splash. You can make a splash. But to see your weight. I know. You know what right? I'm to see your weight <laughs> is like, oh, my goodness. I did like, wow. Yeah. It's like, it's like wow. But yeah, that's that's why I started it. Um, that's,
0: that's, but a lot of people don't know that. But that is yeah, why Thank you for sharing it. that. Yeah, on, for that. sure. Like, I know that's, that was really vulnerable. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry to hear about uh, your cousin. Oh, yeah. No, but that's um, I'm. I'm glad that you were able to turn, you know, such a tragic thing into, you know, something so beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, like, to look at where ICI is now, Inner City Inclusion, and the mission that it stands for, the purpose that it stands for, like, it it kind of makes it all come full circle. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it all kind of happened for a reason. And you kind of see that with, you know, the joy on these little kids' faces. You mm-hmm. you see that on in the schools when... You know, you see them um, looking forward to things such as like college and a bigger education. Literally, like literally. that's that's huge, and that mission it stands it stands for something so big, something so important, and especially for the black community, I think. Yeah, something so important, and I'm glad you're reaching schools in Detroit and. You know those inner city schools, especially, yeah, uh, I mean, we may not have those opportunities. Literally, I mean, it started with Detroit. Um, mm. We've inspired
1: some other organizations that I'm huge fans of, okay. uh, Flintstone Federation. Yeah, um, Abdul was the president of that one. Um, Fused. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Naylor, president of that one. We collaborated. I connected with some, connected them with some important people. They connected mm-hmm. me with some important people. We got, we got some collaborations on the way. Um, you know, uh, just like to see, like, you know or influencing people to see that, you know, we are um, creating connections, um, expanding, um, giving people ideas and, you know, giving them like the, just the drive to, you know, reach out and help another community that they can relate better with, you know? I can relate greatly with uh, the Detroit area, Mike and AJ, you know, Flint, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Another another, uh, underfunded area. um, Mm You know for black students it's just like you know like that's yeah, exactly all about connections yeah. and i see
0: you have like a ton of them like this whole <laughs> this whole organization was made based on your connections and the yeah. people that you knew the people that you knew would be likely to have the same mission the same goal same purpose as you yeah. and so like to bring a group of those people together yourself to have the same goal same purpose same mission like that, that's that's an amazing thing yeah, like, to bro. be able to do that and it feels great. Like when you have so many like minded individuals, I think that's yeah. when you know you get the drive. That's when this amazing stuff starts to happen because you all all of you are collectively focused on that one goal. Yeah. And so what has that like especially been like with your group, with you know, the friends that you've collected, the connections that you've made, like what has what has kind of like the goal setting, what has that looked like collectively? You know, um, anything worth having, you know, it's, it's gonna be hard. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so, you know, I'm not gonna, either this is a smooth transition, everything's been going smoothly. You yeah. know. Sure, that's what I would like you guys to think. All right. But, <laughs> um, you know, on the inside, there's been some the problems, um, but like, ultimately, um, I believe that something that we're very strong with as a group mm-hmm. is uh, accountability. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that you know when we mess up, no one's like okay no, nah, but I, I, I they are. every everybody admits it, everyone um, holds themselves accountable, mm-hmm. everyone um, you know notices when they fall or falter, um, you know and then we just come back from that. Um, like Chris Chris Gamble, mm-hmm. for example, I hope I hope you're not mad. i will give you <laughs> an example, bro. Chris Gamble, someone um, you know who uh, I said last year huge flack. He was somebody who was slacking all the time. This year, I'm like, wow, this is he on top of, on top of it, man. I'm like, wow, uh, you know, we'll be on some crazy phone calls or getting stuff done. Um, <laughs> Hill Harper, uh, I was talking to Hill Harper uh, about the organization. Um, you know, um, someone that I really support um, in his uh, campaign for Senate. Um, you know, and I told Chris about that, and you know, he just he's, he stepped up completely, uh, like. Like I said, it's all about accountability in yeah. um, and our, and our group and just like, yeah, I think that's why we've kind of gotten so far so bad. So I really appreciate them, um, And like, yeah, I hope I hope they know that the work is on the scene.
0: And yeah, I really appreciate y'all. I appreciate y'all. Really appreciate y'all so <laughs> that's huge accountability. Mm-hmm. You need it for, you know, any collective group of people because we can't grow if, you know, we're not holding people accountable on what is done right. I mean, what is done, I mean, what is done wrong and how we can improve, like we can't. And for that to be, you know, uh, a staple in a group, in a community, a collective of individuals, like they have to feel safe mm-hmm. and they have to feel like their opinions, you know, are valued, that whatever they say will be heard, whatever they say will be listened to and mm-hmm. taken into account. It doesn't necessarily have to mean change but are you listening to what is coming out my mouth? Mm-hmm. Are you like, like you acknowledge mm-hmm. the words that I'm speaking right now? Mm-hmm. And like, as the president of that organization, how has, how have you done that? How have you made sure all of your, you know, all of your members have felt heard? Most oh, definitely. Um, that's something I honestly used to struggle with, mm-hmm. uh, very much so. I, yeah, no,
1: honestly, mm-hmm. to be honest, like, um, I'm a very hands-on person. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's something that I've been trying to learn and better myself with like just like you know uh, making sure I'm not making decisions complete by myself yeah um, in the past that's kind of what it's been like uh, and they're like you know they're just kind of pretty much you know a group effort but like they didn't really get to pick what project they're working on mm-hmm. and I'm like okay yeah that's 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 not fair i wouldn't like that and so it transitioned into you know hey what do you guys think about this idea what do you guys think about this are you guys cool with this? Um, and you know, sometimes they'll be like, you know, uh, that's a good idea. actually, most of the time it's a good idea. And then you know, the only time that I'll make uh, an executive decision is you know, when they're like, you know, I have no preference. I have no um, no like I, I don't mind. yeah, uh, that's when I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll be the final straw. I'll uh, you know, I'll make this happen. Um, but I did struggle a lot originally like with you know, just putting only my hand in the pot. Mm. And uh, not really seeing if anyone else wants to cook, so mm. that's definitely that's for you. And yeah, it's definitely my fault, and um, I realize that. I'm trying to better myself every day. Yeah. So if,
0: um, There's strength. strengthening, you know. Saying that you're still working on it, saying that you had to work on it. Like you're the leader, you are the front line of that organization. So, like, if something goes left, something goes wrong, it's gonna be on you. Yeah. So. You can't, you know, say that you have it all together when, you know, you really don't. Yeah, exactly. So even even just speaking out right now on this podcast is powerful. And, yeah. you know, thank you for sharing that. Oh, for um, sure. Kind of shifting gears um, to CMU, the campus, campus life for a minute. Um, no inner city inclusion. The mission is for um, those inner city schools, you know, back home and places like Detroit and Flint, you know, speaking on those inner cities. But here at Central, um, your leadership positions on campus with, especially in terms of the black community, the black part of campus, um, what have you noticed about kind of the way that black campus is is carried out mm-hmm. at CMU? The way that we kind of carry ourselves and like just what have you noticed? Yeah, um, I'd say we
1: are... We're kinda clicky. Um uh, we're kinda clicky. I think everyone has their own, you know, click and you know group that they will go hard for. Right. And then you know everyone else is like, I'll show up when it's you know uh good for me. Mm-hmm. Um right. And we're not getting something out of it. Yeah literally yeah. we have to remember that um there's, there's not a like, lot of there. us up here. It's not um and so you know if we don't show up for each other yeah. No much gone. We'll yeah, we'll so going come. Um I think as a community as a whole, I think we like I spoke, uh at the state of the student body last year, something I touched on. I think we have crazy potential. I think we, we do. Like seriously. Yeah. Like I think we have uh some same insane, insane amount of potential. Um and I think if we start focusing on collaborating rather than competing, mm-hmm. like, man, like there's like you'll get more out of it that way for yeah. you even if you cannot um, not think about yourself for a second. yeah and the the outcome of you working with someone else rather than you just working alone or you showing up and assisting someone so they come up and assist you that is going to benefit you. it is like a, a you mindset like assisting you mindset that is going to benefit you in the long run a lot better than just staying solitary and competing with everyone else. yeah if you show up and uh, you know make connections in the long run. It's, it's gonna be better for yourself honestly uh, I think obviously you should do it for other reasons um, mm-hmm. but you know that's the mindset you have to stick with and you know think about that as well um, I definitely think that like I said we have a lot of potential and everyone is capable of eating it's just like the plate is definitely big enough for sure yeah. it's just like like you gotta not be so greedy mm-hmm. um, obviously stay hungry right? stay driven but you know don't don't someone else's share yeah. even though you already have yours it's mm. just like you know just definitely help each other um we represent something a lot bigger than ourselves yes. um we have to constantly constantly remind ourselves of that even if it's hard you know it's someone that you don't like of course it's going to happen yeah. but like we're not going to like each other right exactly yeah. that's life that's life but you know if there's an event going on it's a black event you know it's a black event yeah. you know please show up, you know, um, please do your best to support it. Um, you know, advertise it or whatever, mm-hmm. even if you can't make it, let people know about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, do your due diligence. The, like I work in admissions, uh, only black man in admissions. Mm-hmm. So every day I got to put on, right. um, you know what I'm saying? And that's something I also feel like I've been lacking as well. Uh, i been trying to like, you know, represent myself better in that space. Um, you know, but it gets discouraging when you're the only person like you there yeah, in that space but does. that's not an excuse I want more people to be aware of that um, you know there is a job in admissions for black men um, you know uh, look at that you get to represent your school you get to represent and you know honestly bring in more people that look like you because if they see someone else that look like them doing stuff like that trust me they're gonna be more inclined to come um, like I said we talked about how small our community is um, for sure that is definitely huge part on the school, but that's also on us too. Mm. You know, um, you got to make it show them, show them who we are. You yeah. know, um, CMU is what we make it. So, um, you know, it's, if our community is, you know, bad, CMU's bad. But you know, if our if our community is good, we're uh, cooperative. We work together. CME will be cooperative, work with us. You know, it's like, like I said, just everyone should always support one another um, even
0: when you got to grit your teeth about it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you hit some you had a lot of good points in there mm-hmm. and I like the I like the plate analogy mm-hmm. um, that everybody doesn't want to share everybody this kind of ingredient you know once wants, wants the food for themselves and that kind of made me think of this one analogy I heard a while ago that um, we always want to you know eat off our own plate and you know, not, not share it, not pass it around mm-hmm. because we fear that if we pass it around, like there won't be enough, you know, food for me. Mm-hmm. There won't be enough food for all of us. Yeah. But if you have, you know, a plate of food, the person next to you has a plate of food, the person next to them has a plate of food, you have a circle full of people with a plate of food, mm-hmm. you pass your food to the right. They pass their food to the right. Like everyone is going to eat. Yeah. Everybody is gonna get everybody gonna eat from the plate. Literally. Like we so worried about what we want to do, what mm-hmm. we want to eat, and you know, how am I gonna satisfy myself? Mm-hmm. If you if we all collectively work together, we all collectively work on trying to get that food trying to get that meal we will all eat we will all get a seat at the table we will all have a plate exactly a plate full of food that's gonna satisfy us all so yeah that's just um something that came to my mind and yeah yeah i like the um i like the ideas that you had on you know how divided and uh clicky we can be sometimes Mm -hmm. i think i can agree i think i can agree that um if we were to just kind of collectively work together, put our minds together and, you know, not compete all the time because yeah. we have a lot of um, organizations. I think the way that we go about some things in terms of like planning events yeah. and um, just like the way that we carry out some events, I think it is meant to like one event is supposed to topple the other. One yeah. event is supposed to topple the other yeah. like on certain days of the week. And it shouldn't be like that. I yeah, know. And it really shouldn't like we can we can have some people go to this event and then collaborate or mm-hmm. kind of make it promoted that we can slide to the next event together yeah, like literally let's literally, all walk
1: over there together exactly. you feel me literally bro and like think about how much better the events would go exactly. you know go? like yeah. literally. <laughs> and so i want to shout out was uh Saraya. Mm. Um, i love that black central network uh, yeah she made that black, black, black central News. network page um you know focusing on you know you know just literally what we were just mm-hmm. talking about, uh, you know, not overlapping each other, not running each other over, um, you know, being there for each other, you know, you know, having, you know, she's post um, different events at different times, mm-hmm. uh, make sure everyone is aware of each of them, make sure that they don't overlap. Um, like I said, I think that's something really cool yeah. that's going on. Uh, like I said, we're moving for sure. We're doing yeah. stuff to, you, you know, know, making
0: the, like, we're making good stuff, right. good stuff for sure. The right people are definitely seeing what's happening. So mm-hmm. it's like, that's great. To be so, yeah. What what are like? um I know we talked about steps that are already being made. What are steps that you would make yourself, or either like to see made for the Black community, and you know the division? Hmm. I say,
1: I say more of us got to be in student government. Mm. Okay. We got, we got to take, we got to take that over. Okay. Um, we definitely got to try for that um Christian tony uh you know he, he can't, can't do, do it by himself <laughs> so <laughs> yeah um you know we gotta we gotta help him we gotta help um you know people that look like us uh, mm-hmm. get into literally representing the school mm-hmm. um that's something i'm gonna try to do later uh with my career at seeing you um you know send like central michigan a lot of the funding it's from SGA, like you get your funding from like, like the student government. So, you know, having access to spaces that we might not have access to right now could quite literally change and do a complete 180 if we get on certain positions uh, there. Um, so, you know, start applying for stuff like that. Um, like I said, um, you have a group of people that's going to support you. You know, we see you running for something, we're all jumping on it. Um, and I honestly, I don't know a lot of other communities that would do that. So. Um, just know that and keep that in the back of your head something else um honestly I'll say like support our businesses you know yeah, uh, black so, yep, or support black businesses if you can buy something from um you know one of your black classmates uh instead of you know going to the store or something um you know do that yeah. uh Nami cooks food Samajay cooks food yeah. um that's so, uh, your so, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> Samajay can cook too <laughs> yeah, yeah cook I heard that too yeah. um, um you know, uh, do things like that. Uh, you know, Ken, Ken cuts hair. Mm-hmm. Dre cuts hair. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mari twists and does retwists. All that. Just like do things like that. Don't. You don't got to go home. You know.
0: You don't got to. It's all here. Right. It's all here. I, going back to what you were saying earlier. Like campus is what you make of it. Yeah. I was, um, I was at I think it was CMU and U Day mm-hmm. last week um, and, and introducing the incoming like incoming people that were interested in CMU to the mass office Mm -hmm. and you know a lot of the black color black folks, um, a lot of their first question was like, How is it like? You know, how was how was the dynamic? How is it with the, you know, PWI, the ratio, minority, majority. And like all I could really answer is it is what you make of it. Mm -hmm. Like, we the reality is we live or we're at a PWI. We live on this campus, and that's the harsh reality. Like we are the minority, yeah. and you know you you know that when you apply, <laughs> yeah, here, so. you know that when you come so. here, so. Um, you know that when you know you hit Safari. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like I said, <laughs> campus is what you make of it. There are plenty of resources, plenty of mentors you can make, plenty of people of color in leadership positions that can help you make this campus your Mm -hmm. home. Mm -hmm. It's just, you have to kind of, you have to take that action. You have to take that step. You can't wait for that to kind of come to you. Like you, we have so many people saying like, CMU is lame, CMU is this, Mm -hmm. CMU is that. Like it is because you make it that. You you aren't trying to make change for yourself. Mm -hmm. And when you make change for yourself, you see it in your environment. You see, you know, you see your whole perspective on the whole thing kind of start to change because you change, you know, the way that you perceive it. Mm-hmm. So true, yeah. bro, so true. There's so many, like you said, there's so many, uh,
1: there's a good amount of Black stan, Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, shout out to the mass office, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Janae, uh, Jewel, Alfred, mm-hmm. Stan, um, all them people are more than willing and wanting to help right. people, Black student leaders. Uh, mm-hmm. They want to see a lot more of that because obviously this is, there's like a home as well. Exactly. Uh, they, they see how the campus uh, is right now. I'm sure, you know, we're not the only ones disappointed. Right. You know, uh, you know come there, talk to them, you know, because- That's like, what they're here for. Literally. Uh, you know, once, once you know that the resource is there, you know, it's up to you to take advantage of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you can blame it on, you know, not having enough, whatever, for however long, we want, but nothing's gonna change, you know what I'm saying? Mate, you gotta play with your cards, so you gotta play with your cards on the table. So, you know, and the cards are definitely there, so use them. Um, like I said, the mass office, like Eli said, I said, it's a great place to go, uh, meet with some new people um, that are all, you know, have
0: similar mindsets, right. similar goals to what they want CMU to look like, so. Right and that's that's so important to like your growth your development like surrounding yourself with people with dissimilar goals and you've done it with inner city inclusion i've done it with like multiple organizations Mm -hmm. that i've joined and um multiple friend groups that i've uh made for myself and uh have joined and multiple people that i've met i like to surround myself with like-minded individuals so that when we set our minds on something like we can go there together we can lean on one another i can i can lean on you you can lean on me like when i hit that roadblock i can vet you about it and you can give me the game that i need to move around it yeah. and saying vice versa for you so like surrounding yourself with those individuals is so essential to your growth to your development and it it can sometimes take time to find that sometimes take trial and error because sometimes you may not know exactly what you want you may not know exactly your goal what you want out of life like your purpose like most people don't find their majors until like junior sophomore year you know and it takes time so just having grace for yourself in that aspect is so important as, as well because you want to find people that will help you get to your goals but sometimes you may not know exactly what your goal is and that's okay you're here at college to figure it out and like we said we have these resources here to help you kind of figure it out when you do hit that road stump realize ah, I don't want to be doing this right now realize I don't think biology is for me <laughs> like when you hit those stumps you have plenty of people here to you know help you navigate through it to find what you really do want mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So true, bro. Are you spitting. <laughs> bro. Dude, like, was he was like, that was an exam. You pretty much touched every point right there, bro. Facts, facts. Yeah, but uh, I think we're going to wrap it up here. Um, Carnell, I want to thank you again for hopping on this episode, man. It's, it's been really, you had a lot of wisdom, a lot of wisdom to, um, to speak on. And this inner city inclusion, I know it's going to take off. I know, like, this is just your sophomore year here at Central, so, like, you have plenty of time to, like, see where this place, see where this org can go, see where it can reach. And I'm so excited to watch it, and, along with the rest of Central. Like, we're so excited. So, <laughs> we're gonna, we gonna keep cheering you on, we're gonna keep rooting for you. But is there anything else you'd like to say? Um, nah, not, not
1: really. I really appreciate
0: you, you know, having me on,
1: man. Uh, like I said, people that pop up to my events to support my events, you know. Really, I, I love you. Uh, I appreciate you coming. Um, I'm gonna do the same for you in every way I can. Um, you know, like I said, like we both said, you know, you got to be the change uh, that you want to see. So,
0: yeah, this campus is what you make of it. And we we making it our home day by day, day and out. And it comes with some rough days. It does that we both can speak on. But you know, it's all worth it in the end to see, like he said, you know, those smiles on. Um, you know, oh, some faces man, right? to yeah. see, yeah. to see like your work kind of come full circle. It's all worth it. So, mm-hmm. got to see it through. My got to see it Got to see it through. Thank you all for tuning in. We got another episode coming next Friday. Stay tuned. Peace out.